Oh man, Chris, what what a way to start off an episode for what we just texted each other. Anyway. We for we finally are breaking the curse, Maddie. Dude, we're breaking our curse finally for our longtime listeners. You all know that Chris, we've been cursed since day one. We we don't know what we don't know what we did, but we've been cursed since day one. Uh, for those who don't know what the curse is, is we'll record an episode. Chris and I will send the send each other the obligatory text of "Hey, good shit, good shit," and then an hour or so later, some new some major news will break, and Chris and I will text each other like it happened again. Normally, it would be me who texts Chris it happened again because at the time I didn't have a job, but now I do. So sometimes Chris surprises me. Um, man, this is a uh, man just. Wow, <laughs> this one we're, we're never we're never in this position. <laughs> and, and this one, uh, it's not just breaking news. It kind of relates to one of our teams. So it's uh-huh. kind of, yeah. Um, this is um, we'll get into it in a second. Welcome back to more burning, Chris. Everyone, hope we all had a great week. Chris, how are you feeling today? Doing good, buddy. Hanging in there. What about you, bud? Hanging in there. It's it's it, Chris. It's it, it's been a week. It's been a week. Yeah. I can tell you that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, works kicking both of our asses this week. Wonderful. Um, what are you loving this week, Chris? Let's just get into it. Uh, plain and simple. The thing I'm loving right now is uh, I know you would think it's the Giants, but it's not. Is it Aaron Judge? Yeah, it's yep. it's watching it's watching Aaron Judge uh, uh, pursuit of the home run record. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stadium has been electric this week. Um, I'm actually going to the game on Friday, so I'm hoping he hits it on Friday. He probably he, he'll probably already have it by then at the I rate that he's so. been going. Probably. I mean, every home run is going to be important because it's just another milestone. Yeah, it's just a record at this um, point. How about the kid that gave up the ball for no money, man? Yeah, that, I respect that. That I, I respect. That was, <laughs> if that was that uh, that loser bum guy, what's his name, Zach Hample? If that was him, he would have made such a huge fuss about it. You yeah, I mean, the kid's, the kid's a better kid than I am, Maddie. I would have had to ask for some money as much as I love Judge. <laughs> um, it, the, the ball is worth a lot of money, and that could pay off my, you know, student loans. And, you know, you could, you could get a nice little place with that little chunk of change. Chris, you just got $10,000 off your student loans. What are you complaining about? Not enough, Maddie. Not but, enough. Uh, I, I know. I know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um Admittedly, you stole my what I'm loving today as well. Uh, ah, I love it. Yeah, That's just because here's the thing. There's nothing good for me to talk about when it comes to baseball. Um, there's nothing good for me to really talk about the Boston sports right now, uh, especially now. Um, yeah, uh, so you stole mine because um, I think it's cool that Babe Ruth's record's going to be broken. Um, I like Aaron Judge a lot. It's hard. To, it's really hard to hate him. It really is really because he's he's a good guy all around. Yeah, he's a good player too. It's hard to hate the guy. He may he's literally putting up video game numbers when you look at him, and uh, he has a good chance to win the triple crown as well. Mm-hmm. So pretty remarkable, and uh, he bet on himself, and now he's going to get four hundred million dollars plus. <laughs> Hopefully, it's the Yankees. But if it's not, Hopefully it's not. <laughs> well, well deserved, regardless for him. Yeah, um, I guess something else that I'm loving, which is pretty. Not really loving, but I'm gonna go with the what, what I think is cool. I should say is there's a chance you know the Subway Series could be a World Series matchup this year. Maybe there's there's a chance there's a chance because the Mets officially they clinched their berth, which is cool, first time in 
few years they've done that. Um, I mean, they're going to lose instantly, but, you know, there's a chance that they win. Yeah, you never know. You never know. All right, let's uh, let's talk about it, Chris. Let's talk about let's talk about the big news that everyone's talking about. Um, yeah, so Robert Williams is getting knee surgery. Um, that's not the big breaking news. I just wanted to think, make Chris think that we're talking about the other thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Robert Williams, he's getting knee surgery. Just a little cleanup procedure. He's going to be out four to six weeks. When I wrote out the. Um, the outline for today's episode, I put, and after that, you know, how does this affect the team? Um, well, assuming that the other thing didn't happen, Chris, let's just, let's just take the out, the other thing out of the equation for a second. How does this affect the team? Um, you know, is it, are you worried at all that he's already having like a surgery to repair something where he's most likely to start to miss the start of the year? Or would you, are you happy that he's having something taken care of now and not like halfway through the season? I'm not too worried about it, Matt. I'd rather have it be earlier in the season. This seems to be a lingering problem that was continuing back since the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather have it get done now than, you know, try to play through and then it becomes a bigger issue as the year goes on. Mm-hmm. What about I, you? I agree. Um, Obviously, Robert Williams, in my non-biased opinion, is a top ten center in the league. Absolutely, um, he's a he's you know he, he's a big body to replace. And if there were any kind of replacements out there for him, for the Celtics, to maybe go get like a one-year veteran minimum too. Obviously, the, the the two names that pop up in my or the three names that pop up to me are Dwight Howard, Lamarcus Aldridge. And Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, I wouldn't mind either. I I know Lamarcus is on the uh, he's thirty six, I believe. Howard's thir- is in his thirties as well, and I know Demarcus Cousins is thirty one. Um, I know there were reports that maybe Dwight Howard a few years ago is going to come here to Boston. Uh, then he didn't last second. Um, I would he to me Dwight Howard would be the top guy to go get out of those three. Yeah. Um, Great. Out of all those names, the only one that really intrigues me is Dwight Howard because I still mm-hmm. think he has enough left in the tank where he could be productive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think four weeks last... for us, but we also have a very deep team, so yeah. it should be interesting. And I think last year too, Dwight Howard, he led like all big men at the free throw line, which is incredible considering you know Dwight Howard years ago was not good, was not a great free throw shooter. No. no. Um. But yeah, that's the uh, that, that that's what I thought was going to be the only major um, Celtics news that we were going to be talking about um, this morning. Um, and then late last night, yeah, Adrian Wojnarowski goes on uh, Sports Center with Scott Van Pelt and reports that Celtics head coach Ime Udoka is facing. A, at the time, a severe suspension or punishment for, at the time that we didn't know, for, for violation of team rules. All right. So I, I saw this and I was like, all right, what the heck could he have done? Did, did he just, did he like hit someone? Did he, um, you know, did, did he say something maybe he shouldn't have? Like, what, what happened here? That, that, that's what I was thinking. Uh, and then... 
Shams, uh, Wojnarowski's uh, biggest um, enemy, I say that in air quotes, enemy, reports that Celtics coach Ime Udoka had an improper, intimate, and consensual relationship with a female member of the team staff. It has been deemed a violation of the franchise's code of conduct. Oh, I saw that. I was like, had, oh, no. How many females did we have on the staff? I didn't three. We had three. Three. Okay. Um, the Twitter has already outed uh, who they think it is. You know, there's no official uh, report on who it is. So, Twitter, Twitter thinks it's someone. Um, could be right, could be wrong. If they're wrong, oh man, that, that I feel awful. But I feel awful about the situation in general. And then three minutes ago, right before we hit record. Adrian Wojnarowski drop, drops the Woj bomb. Celtics head coach Ime Udoka is likely facing suspension for the entire 2022-2023 season for his role in the relationship with a female staff member. A formal announcement is expected as soon as today. On top of that, because, you know, normally, you know, that, that's a typical Woj tweet right there to just, you know, be like, hey, um, I'm seeing like a lot it's going to be the season. I'm seeing a lot of things on Twitter, Matty, that is saying if if the assistant coach, Joe Mazzalula, who will be the interim head coach, Matty, mm-hmm. if he has any similar type of success that Adoka had, that there could be a chance that maybe he doesn't even come back. Yeah, because Woj tweeted out, Immediately right after he put that one out, assistant coach Joe Missoula is likely to become Boston's interim coach for the, for the entire season. Yeah, I don't um, know how I feel about this, Manny. It sucks because we, we thought that we were going to be building off this chemistry that we had going off our NBA Finals run last season. Yeah, there was high expectations for the Celtics team this year. That, there, there, there's no lie when it comes to that. Yeah, um, there still is. Yeah, there still is because you still got Jason Tames, still got Jason Brown or uh, Jalen Brown. Jeez, it's early for me. Um, here's what I think could happen. Hear me out on this, Chris. I think that Al Horford could turn into a player coach. Maybe that's a bold thing. He, he might have to. <laughs> he might I mean, have to. If this, I, I, team, if this team comes struggling out the gate. Everything I hear about this assistant coach is is, is nothing but good things from what I'm mm-hmm. hearing, Maddie. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he can just do the job. And, uh, you know, we're lucky that our front office has experienced coaches, mm-hmm. Brad Stevens, who can help him along the way if he has any hiccups and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, man, this is uh, – huh, huh. my, my gut says that we're still going to be good, Maddie. And if we mm-hmm. still make – if we make – we're going to be good. So if, if and when we do make a run, like – Will he be back next season? This is big question mark. Yeah, if the Celtics go on a run, and let's say for let's just say hypothetically, he they, they win it all this year without Udoka there. He's a gone. Why would you bring him back? You don't. You don't. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Um, I, short story short, Maddie, I'm not too happy about it. It's stupidity. It should never happen. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it did happen, you should have came out front with it before it came public. Mm-hmm. Now, now it's just our training camp starts in about a week or two, and now this is just a distraction that these players don't need. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I guess players were questions. informed about. I guess players were informed about it before, like Woj like tweeted it out. So like this was still fresh in their heads too, apparently. Yeah. Um. Another thing that 
is bothering me about the fact not only the fact that our, is Twitter just randomly outing one of the three members of the of the staff that are female, but there are also there's men on there who are like, what's the big deal? He just cheated on his what uh, on his wife. Well, one, that's just that's just an awful thing to do. And two, this is not he's not getting punished for cheating on his wife. He's getting punished because he broke the franchise's code of conduct. And no one's there's a lot of people who just don't get it. And I'm just, I, it's just like everyone just thinks that everyone's freaking out over this. And yes, yes there are yes there luck. are worse things in the world in the sports world going on right now. Like what's going on with Brett Favre? That's way worse than this. How about I was going to get into that later, Matty, but you talk about media and how they don't, they just build them up to be this great person. Yeah. yeah. We'll get into that after. But we'll get into that in the NFL. Yeah. But, yeah, but you know, it. it's just a lot of things I could say, but let's move on to one other thing going on in the NBA. I want to get your thoughts on the NBA is lowering its age requirement to 18. There's going to be like literal like children in the NBA. Now. Is that official? <laughs> yeah. It's official. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it, number one. Obviously, you know, we're both big college basketball people. Mm-hmm. Um, Duke especially always gets a lot of these high recruits. Now some of them might go to the NBA. But I, I think a lot of these kids now, unless you're like a Zion Williams type person, you're still probably going to go to the one year because now you can make money in the college. Yeah. So I don't see – and I think they a lot of these players know they need the growth now. So I don't know if you're going to see as many people still go to the NBA. Um. Unless you're a sure like number one pick, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And yeah, I get it. I, I get what you. I don't, I, I don't, I'm picking I don't, up what you, I'm picking up what you're putting down, Chris. Yeah, I I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. We'll stay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's jump into. Uh, let's head on over to college football. What a weekend this was. Yeah, man. Big game. Uh, the biggest game of the week, obviously, was um, the Appalachian State game, man. But we'll get into that. I just. As an Auburn fan, I need to voice my frustration again. Uh, here we go. I, I purposely ha- didn't say anything about Auburn last week because they played Mercer. Your boy, your boy they played Bo San Jose Nick State this week. What? Your boy Bo Nix had a good game this week. Yeah, we we don't talk about him. Um, <laughs> I don't care what he does in Oregon, but uh... Auburn's hosting Penn State. Penn State's a very good football program. Uh, Penn State blew him out forty-one to twelve. This Auburn team sucks. They've played nobody good the first two weeks. Struggled against San Jose State, which is not a great program. You know, they only, you know, 42 points against Mercer, whatever. Now on Saturday, you, you, you host Missouri. Pray to God you beat Missouri or else Brian Harson. I think he's he, his seat is going to become way hotter than it should be. Yeah. Um, I like Brian Harson. I think he's a good coach. I think I think uh, Auburn fans are little are being too harsh on him. Um, however, if they struggle against Missouri or don't beat Missouri or get blown out by Missouri, yes, absolutely. Be, I'm not going to be joining the fire Brian Harson chant, but I'm going to be joining the his his seat is a uh, his seat is very very hot. Um, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Matty, plain and simple. Anytime you coach an SEC team, there's pressure. Yeah. Uh, if you're not winning, the pressure's on. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter how good of a coach you are, how long you've been there, you will feel the pressure. Yeah, and, and I know um, it's crazy, too, because I'm assuming you don't follow Auburn at all. Um, I don't. Former Auburn, like, football players are speaking out against this team. They're, they're like, this is the worst team we've ever seen. Yeah. That's they're awesome. disgusted to see. They, they, 
they don't like they don't like Harson. They want a new athletic director. Um, Charles Barkley was asked about it because he's a you know he's an Auburn uh, alum, and he even said that the, the university doesn't have enough money to pay me to be the athletic director of that school. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it, it's tough being an Auburn fan right now. It's tough. It's there's tough nothing. To this team sucks. This they, team they, sucks. They suck, unfortunately. Just to spare your ears every week. Only if Auburn like absolutely does something completely horrible, I'm, I'm gonna mention them because otherwise it's just gonna be me complaining every week. Because they got Missouri this week. They got you know they got Brian Kelly and LSU next week. Which God forbid if we lose to Brian Kelly. That that's when I'm just gonna go off. Um, <laughs> they have a scheduled loss against Georgia, Mississippi, and Arkansas, um, and probably Mississippi State as well. And then Texas A&M. They'll probably beat Western Kentucky, and then they'll, they'll get blown out at. Alabama to close out the year in the Iron Bowl. I just probably, I just probably um, summarized their season right there. Yeah, I mean, I hope the Iron Bowl's closed. But last year it was I, stupidly. I mean, last year it went to what, like three overtimes or something like that. And Auburn blew their you lead. never know when it's a rivalry game, so they might have a shot in that game. But yeah, you never, you never know. It doesn't look too great for them so far. But what looks great is Appalachian State. Yeah, um, I, te- I texted you. I was like, wow. Here's the thing. This school, what, what, do you, what a way to open up their season. So they hosted uh, North Carolina week one. They lost 63-61. That, you, know, you and I were texting about that. Like, holy, like, oh, th- this game is drunk, basically. Yeah. The following week, they go to Texas A&M, get paid $1.5 million by Texas A&M to go play them. They beat them 17-14. And then last Saturday, they're hosting Troy, and they win off of a Hail Mary. 32-28. This is an exciting school to watch. This is an exciting team to watch. I've never heard of any of these kids from Appalachian State before. I'm assuming you haven't either, Chris. No, I haven't. But, man, this is not a fu- this is such a fun team to watch. Yeah, I mean, I have not keyed into a game. I, I'm not, you know me, Matt. I'm not a huge college football guy. Yeah, I you just bet on it. I know. I watch if I have money on a game, but uh, I, I've been pretty busy on the weekends. I haven't even had time to fucking watch. But <laughs> I've seen the highlights and everything, and it's been fun to watch. And mm-hmm. uh, last week's games were pretty boring, but, I mean, I think for the most part, you're going to be start seeing some uh, more good games coming. Once the conference games get going, it really gets interesting I, to a me. Team- I'll give one one little take about a college football team in the SEC that I think with the coaching they have now, they will be good within a year or two, and they're already decent. Is uh, I think the Gamecocks will be good again. Really? Yeah, they have a good All coach right. now, and they're a team to look out for. Mm-hmm. Well, like a crazy thing in college football too right now is the Blue Bloods, they're all undefeated. Duke's undefeated. North Carolina's undefeated. I'm trying to remember. Kansas is undefeated, and Kentucky's undefeated. They're all 3-0. Yeah, makes no, makes no sense. This is not basketball season. I know. I saw Duke players with the game uh, basketball. Obviously, I'm a big basketball guy, and I saw them uh, all just saying Duke basketball. I mean, Duke football, new era. So it's pretty funny to hear that. Yeah, yeah. You know what else is funny to hear, Chris? Uh the Red Sox record. Um, no, the fact that the uh, the, the Steelers lost to the Patriots. That, that 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 that's pretty funny to me. Yeah. Yeah, so Patriots, they got their first win in the year on uh, Sunday. They beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. 17-14 was the final. Uh, McCorkle, he went 21 for 35, 252, a touchdown and another pick. 
Damian Harris, 15 carries for 71 yards and a touchdown. Your leading receiver this game, the one and only Nelson Aguilar. Six receptions, 110 yards, average 18.3 yards per catch and a touchdown. That's why. Also, Randy, he mossed someone. I don't know who the defender was, but he absolutely mossed someone for the for his only touchdown. And it was, it was a great catch. Um, how did the Patriots look as a whole? They looked better than week one, obviously. They scored some points, finally. Um, however, this team is still – and they still got a way to go, I think, before that we can start calling them a serious contender again. Yeah. Um, uh, you, need some, you need some better receivers as well. Um, Kendrick Bourne only two receptions for 16 yards didn't really play much again um, the biggest weakness of this Patriots team is Matt Patricia I'll flat out say it it's Matt Patricia and I think inconsistency Matty uh, obviously the play calls is their inconsistency and in how much mm. can you put on the defense you know the defense is always going to be stingy mm-hmm. but after a while you can only take so much pressure yeah. his play calling just isn't working uh, they're not involving. He's not really involving the tight ends as well. Both of them didn't get a catch or a reception. Didn't get a catch at all. Hunter Henry or John Smith. No catches from them. Or even Devontae Parker. I mean, yeah, the one time he was targeted. A couple times where he was targeted didn't go so well. Uh, one one of them was the interception. Um, but when your top receiver, when your top receiver is Jacoby Myers, that to me is a problem. Not saying that Jacoby Myers is a bad receiver or anything. Just that he's our slot receiver. He's he should not be the top receiver of the, of this team right now. It should be Kendrick Bourne if he was being played. Devonte Parker should also be up there. Uh, I just Matt, the, Matt Patricia's offense. It's not working here, and I think Be- Belichick is blind to this. It, it's not working. How how long till Belichick will take over calls, Matty? Uh, probably five, never five at this weeks. rate. No, never because Bill Belich- Bill Belichick. He he he'll just say, "Oh yeah, it'll just take a little bit." No, Bill, you got to get rid of Matt Patricia. Yes, they won. Yes, they won on Sunday, but there's no way they're winning this upcoming Sunday. I I am not picking them to win this game. I'm not going to say who they're playing yet, but there's no way they're going to win on Sunday. Ravens. Yeah, they're not going to beat them. I think they're not. Lamar Jackson's too good. Yeah, it's a home opener for the Pages, and they're going to get blown out at home in front of the fans. Yeah. How are your Giants looking, Chris? Maddie, first time in a long time I can say this team is 2-0. Um, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I was at the home opener Sunday. It was great. It was electric. Um, crowd was great. Mm-hmm. Um, ug- ugly first half. Um, defense won us that game again. Um, the offense will get going. It's still slow, but um, it's kind of the same thing with Jones. You know, he's making enough plays to win the games, which I'm happy about. But he's still missing a lot of opportunities. That could be big touchdown plays that he has to read the field better, Matty. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're winning games, you could get a little bit of a pass on that. Um, defense has been phenomenal. Um, they got a big, a big Monday night showdown coming up with the Cowgirls. Um, that will be a big one at home. They're doing <laughs> a color rush whiteout, so that should be pretty cool. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, uh, Brian Debell uh, sent a letter to all season ticket holders, so I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Something Joe Judge would never do. Joe Judge doesn't know how to get out of bed in the morning. Yes. And um, <laughs> the biggest thing coming out of um, Giants camp was uh, how Kenny Galladay only had two snaps last week, Maddie. I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah, I've been following this drama. 
and you know it's you got to earn your playing time it doesn't with this new regime it doesn't matter how much money you're making they didn't sign you you know what i mean and he he's not taking it the best way he cleared out his locker pretty early on on sunday he didn't want to meet with the media and he met with the media yesterday he was like i should be playing no 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 uh no ifs ands or buts basically is what he was saying and you know i don't think that's a good message um you know week one Kadarius tony didn't play much um you didn't see him think with the media. You know what I mean, Matty? He just mm-hmm. said we're one. He said we're one and zero. I can't be mad. You know, I just want to win. And he played mm-hmm. a lot more in week two. So I'm I'm very curious to see if the coaching staff is bothered by this comment. Does he get more than two snaps this week? And hopefully, as a giant fan, this lights a fucking something under his ass. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of just collecting your twenty million a game, how about you want to score a touchdown, you bum? <laughs> um, obviously, you can hear by my tone of voice. I'm not Team Kenny Galladay. Um, I, I I was hyped when we signed him. I was about to say you were pro T- Kenny Galladay when uh, when he signed with you guys. Yeah, I mean, how could he not? We thought we were going to be getting this electric number one wide receiver, but it just seems like he cares more about money than actually playing the game of football. <laughs> so uh, you know what? If 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 a practice player is going to play over you, then you need to look in the fucking mirror, man. And uh, nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing against uh, Stills. And the Stills Army is great, but uh, um, Kenny Galloway should be able to outbeat him for snaps. <laughs> so um, a big, big one Monday night. I think the boys will win. Um, I think with we're supposed to be getting Thibodeau's debut, uh, season debut, and uh, Ozer Arley is close to coming back. If we get one of them back um, and put some pressure on uh, Cooper Rush, I, I think Daniel Jones can outperform Cooper Rush and. Hopefully the Giants will be three and zero, at Matty. We'll see. We will see. We'll, we'll see, man. Yeah. So speaking of undefeated teams, there's uh, there's six of them left. Let's rank them. Let, let, let's have fun, Chris. Let's rank them. Okay. So the six undefeated teams left are the Giants, Dolphins, Eagles, Chiefs, Buccaneers, and Bills. Let's go six to one. Let's make it interesting. I feel like you and I are going to agree on who number six is. The Giants. Yes, absolutely the Giants. Yeah. If they had a better quarterback, they'd be higher on this list. Simple as that. Yeah. Number five. Who do you have at number five? Bucks. You have the Bucks at five. Interesting. Why do you have the Bucks at five? I just think there's a lot of question marks regarding that offense still. Um, their line's a little shaky right now. And – um. They'll be fine as the year goes on, but right now I would have put them at the five spot. I have Miami at five. Yeah. Um, they looked great week one, and then they obviously had that massive comeback last week. Tua's looked great so far. Mike McDaniel's offense. We'll see if this lasts. Plain and simple. Um, number four for me. I have Tampa at four. Yeah, I got um, that four. Who do you have at four? Miami. Yeah, I have Tampa at four. Um. They're just not healthy. That's why, for me, they're not healthy. Uh, this team, they just don't—they don't look as dominant on offense as they should. Um, defense has looked fine. They're the ones who's been carrying this team. But Tom—Tom Tom Brady, it looks like he has one foot out the door already. Yeah, that's kind of why I had him at the five spot, Maddie. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I got the Dolphins at four because I think they have an elite defense, top ten in the league. Um, Tua really seems to be taking the next step, and they got so many weapons on offense that uh, with uh, what's the coach's name, Mike McDaniel's? Mm-hmm, Mike McDaniel, yeah, yeah, he he's been 
pretty impressive so far what he's been drawing up for this team. And, uh, yeah, I got the Dolphins at four. At three, as much as this pains me to say, I have the Eagles at three. Yeah, they're 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 good. They're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're pretty damn good. Uh, it kills us to say because we're obviously both hate the Eagles, but uh, yeah, the Eagles have a. I we said it at the beginning of the year. They're all, they look elite from an offensive standpoint, mm-hmm. and the whole uh, Howie Bowman did a great job with the team. Yeah. And, uh, um, I, I just can't get over how the Titans would give up fucking AJ Brown. Kills yeah. me as a Giant fan. Yeah, I, I I still don't get it either. He makes but, such um, a difference for that offense. Mm-hmm. I I don't get it either. But the thing with me is, you know, here's the thing. I I, I don't uh, spoiler. I'm not picking the Giants to win this week. Um, I think they lose this week. I think the Eagles win again this week. Um, I I I like Jalen Hurts a lot. I think he he's he's proven a lot of people wrong. He's a baller. He 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 he's for real. I think he's I think he's going to be for real. Um, once this offense truly starts clicking, they might they're going to be the they're going to be one of the hardest offenses to stop. Plain and simple, and their defenses look pretty damn good too. Number two, I have Kansas City. Yeah, um, I'm with you at Kansas City. You know, Patrick. Well, you know, the biggest question is, what is his offense going to look like without Patrick, uh, without uh, Tyreek Hill? The answer is, they're not yeah. as explosive. They're just more efficient. Yeah, they're good. Mm-hmm. Number one, uh, Buffalo. There's literally nothing wrong with this. Op- there's nothing wrong with this roster. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know if you have anything else to say, Chris, but there's nothing wrong with the Bills. Yeah, uh, the Digs. Won me fantasy last week with 44 points. Thank you, uh, Diggs, and thank you, Josh Allen. And they mm-hmm. are a New York wagon. They are. They absolutely are. All right. What are your thoughts on this Brett Favre situation? What do you, what do you got, Chris? Uh, disgusting. Yeah. Um, I think the media should be disgusted because they don't talk about it. And, uh, you know, I saw something on Twitter. It was like, you know, Michael Vick was so good. And then when the whole dog fight, all they talked about. Mm-hmm. Why is this not getting talked about as much? He stole millions of dollars from people way less fortunate than him. Mm-hmm. So um, disgusting. I've never been a Brett Favre fan. He was—I always thought he was a scumbag, and uh, that's the truth of it. I think it's disgusting. I think it should be talked about more. When he went to the Jets, that's when I—that's when I lost interest in Brett Favre. Um, for those who don't know, Brett Favre stole millions of welfare money from uh, from the state of Mississippi where they have their own crisis going on where in Jackson, Mississippi, there's no clean water right now. But here's Brett Favre stealing money from, from people there. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not great. Not great. Uh, Brett Favre was just gone bad. Simple as that. Yeah. Let's um, let's review um, week two. Let's review week two. Let's, it's our favorite thing to do, Chris, where we make fun of the teams that lost. And then we're gonna then we'll pick the games for week three and be horribly wrong about all of them. I love this. It's yeah. I love this every week. But before we do that, I almost forgot to say this to you. What are your bets this week? What do we got? My top six for the week. Yeah, what do we got? What are your best bets this week? What do we got? You're not gonna like this one, Maddie, but I like Baltimore minus three versus Patriots. Okay. So do I. <laughs> um I like uh, – sorry, let me look at my board here. Pull it up real quick. Oh, you got a board. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know you had a board. Yeah, I got a board. I like – Bucky, uh, why didn't you tell me he had a board? 
I like Vegas at minus two and a half over Tennessee. Tennessee does not mm-hmm. have it this year. Vegas still has enough talent. They need to get on the board after that brutal loss last week. So I'm going to go with Vegas. And what's my other pick? Let's see. Uh, I like Green. I like Tampa Bay to cover the three over Green Bay. Mm, all right. Yeah, I think this is the week that Brady wakes the fuck up. That even though what they'll be without Mike Evans, I think other people step up and uh, they'll be okay. Hmm. All right. Let's review week two. Thursday night last week. Great game last week compared to what this one's probably going to be tonight. Um, Chiefs beat the Chargers 27-24. Chargers once again beat themselves. Yep. Um, They had multiple chances to pick off Mahomes. Mahomes threw three interceptions with all three of them getting called back because of the refs. However, the Chargers dropped a couple. Um, Yeah, it was a great game overall. Uh, Patriots beat the Steelers 17-14. They get their first win. Steelers suck. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Giants beat the Panthers 19-16. Again, who cares? Um, The J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets beat the Browns 31-30. Cleveland blew a 13-point lead with one minute and 55 seconds to go in the game. Pathetic. That is hilarious to me. I actually was leaving the Giant game, and I checked the score, and I said to my friend Austin, I said, oh, look, it looks like the Jets are about to lose. Nice. I'm fucking walking out of the stadium. I check again. I'm like, what? They fucking won 3130. <laughs> then I look on Twitter when I get home. I'm like, holy shit, what a collapse. <laughs> um The Jaguars beat the Colts 24 nothing. What uh, and just like how the Patriots can't win in Miami, the Colts can't win in Jacksonville. What is up with the Colts? They're they gotta wake the fuck up, man. Mm-hmm. Um the Dolphins complete the comeback against the Ravens. Uh 42 to 38. You want to talk about a collapse? Holy shit, was this a collapse by the Ravens? Yeah, uh, major collapse. Um, it's too legit. He threw six touchdowns. We'll see week three against Buffalo. Um, Tampa breaks their curse against New Orleans. They beat them 20 to 10. Mike Evans suspended for one game for, you know, fighting. Um, yeah, Tampa. This is uh, Tampa. They don't look good, despite this win. They still don't look good. No, they don't. The Lions beat the Commanders thirty-six to twenty-seven. Um, go Lions! <laughs> they looked good. Monroe St. Brown. This the kid's Lions gonna be a star. Be He's gonna favorite. be a star. I love DeAndre Swift too. Uh, this team probably might be my favorite team besides the Giants. I'm just all in on them. Mm-hmm. The 49ers beat the Seahawks 27-7. to Chris, you and I both had the Seahawks in this game. And, um, yeah, the big news of this one, Trey Lance out for the season with a, um ankle injury. And comes Jimmy Garoppolo. And here he goes now. He has a chance to go off this year and prove his worth to the rest of the league. Yeah, I said it. I think players actually like to play for him more. Nothing against Trey Lance. Like Jimmy more. And you mm-hmm. saw it when he came in. He really sparked that team that had nothing going early on. In the mm-hmm. game. Um, a lot of question, a lot of question marks now surrounding the pick of Trey Lance. What will mm-hmm. he actually ever become? Um, you know me. I'm a Jimmy G guy. He's very underrated. He wins ball games, and uh, he definitely. 49ers are definitely a, a playoff team. Jimmy G at the helm now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I I predicted that he was going to take over, and I mm-hmm. think it was going to even actually trend in that direction earlier than I predicted. 
So uh, good for Jimmy G. I hope Trey Lance gets well soon. Yeah. Soon our well wishes that. to Trey Lance. Yeah, but uh, yeah. They got the win. We'll see what they do this week. The Falcons almost almost got rid of their curse last week. They were down 28-3. They end up losing 31-27 to the Rams. If Jalen Ramsey doesn't make this interception late in the game, Falcons were going to score and win this game, and I think they were going to break their curse, their 28-3 curse right there. But said the curse lives on. The Cardinals beat the Raiders 29-23 in overtime. A fumble and a scoop and score is the outcome of this game. Byron Mur- uh, Byron Jones or Byron Murphy, I forget who this was. It was a Byron, I know that. Um, Byron Murphy, I think. Almost blew this game by almost Deshaun Jackson to himself. Yeah. Um, great game, though, this one was. Horrible game this was. The Broncos beat the Texans 16-9. to The Broncos spent all this money on Russell Wilson, and they look horrible still. Let's ride, bro. <laughs> uh, the cow, the, the, the cowgirls beat the Bengals twenty to seventeen. Joe Burrow and the Bengals look horrible. You know the Bengals spent all this money on their offensive line this offseason. Burrow's been sacked thirteen times in two games. What were they spending their money on? <laughs> I don't get it. Do you get it? No, I told you going in that I wasn't as high on the Bengals. And I, I told you during the text on Sunday when I was like, the Cowgirls got lucky. But, damn, the Bengals are proving my prediction right, Maddie. Yeah. They, uh, I, 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 they don't look good. They don't. The Packers, unsurprisingly, beat the beat the Bears 27-10. to 10. Who cares? Um, yeah, the Bears suck. The Bills blow out the Titans on Monday Night Football 41-7. to 7. Yikes, Tennessee. Yeah, ugly, Matty. Ugly is the word I think of. And ugly for this one. The Eagles beat the Vikings 24-7. to well, What did we say last week? Kirk Cousins, prime Kirk time. Kirk Cousins, <laughs> Monday Night Football, disaster. Always. I hammered the Eagles after we talked about that. Of course you did. That's the best thing to do. Yeah. Um, week three, here we go. Tonight, the Steelers are in Cleveland. Uh, the, the battle of the two of the most mid-teams in the league are going at it tonight. Uh, who you got? I will be watching the Yankees, but I am taking Cleveland. In a I'm also taking. I'm also going to take Cleveland tonight. I'll take Cleveland by one. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to take Cleveland. I'm not going to do yeah. by one or anything. Um, to Sunday's games, the Bills are in Miami. A battle of the unbeaten's here in Week Three. I'm going with Buffalo. Uh, yes, I, I think Buffalo wins in the close one. I think Miami. Uh, We'll have to learn. You think Miami gives I, them a I, game? I definitely they give them a game, but mm-hmm. uh, I think Josh Allen has a little too much more firepower. Mm-hmm. The Jets host the Bengals. The Bengals are looking for their first win. The Jets are looking for a winning streak. Who who wins this? Do you think? Uh, Bengals by one. I'm gonna go Bengals. I'm gonna say Bengals winning a close one here. Um, battle of the winless teams: the Raiders and the Titans. Two teams with high ex- well, one team with high expectations, another team with question marks around going into the season and proving they still have those question marks. I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Yeah, I'm on the Raiders bandwagon. I told you they're one of my picks of the weeks. So I think they're gonna uh, take care of business. Mm-hmm. The Saints are in Carolina. Um, Jameis Winston, bounce back game here. I think I think the Saints take care of business in Carolina. He's not, I heard he actually may not play, Matt. I don't know if you heard that. 
It's 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 question. So, he's questionable. It's looking like Andy Dalton might get to start, but I I think Andy Dalton still has enough. Yeah. Uh, Regardless, the Saints are going to win this game. Yeah, I, I'm on the Saints with you too. The Ravens are in England for the home opener for the Patriots. Uh, yeah, the Ravens are. I think the Ravens blow out New England. If I'm being honest here, I think you keep it close, but um, I don't. I have no faith in this team. The Ravens win by like seven. The Lions head to head to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. This is going to be a bounce back week for Minnesota, I think. Yeah, I'm taking the Lions. The Eagles look to remain undefeated against the Commanders. Yeah, the Eagles are going to stay undefeated, as as I said. Yeah, I think the Eagles win by. It's going to be a close one because all division games are close in the NFCs. But Eagles take care of business. The poor Colts have to host Kansas City. Um, yeah, Kansas City is going to win this. <laughs> yeah, Kansas City. And the battle, uh, battle of horrible teams, the Texans and the Bears. I think the Bears take care of business here. Texans. I don't. I'm not impressed with the Bears. Yeah, I'm not impressed with either team. The Jaguars go go out to L. A. to take on the, the the Chargers. This game, if if Justin Herbert plays, um, this game is over at halftime. If not, uh, the Chargers still win. Yeah, char- Chargers. Uh, Rams go to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. The Rams are going to win this one. Yeah, uh, Rams continue to put uh, together a winning streak. Uh, Green Bay heads down to Tampa. Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Um, in the end, Tom Brady is going to win this one. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on the Tom Brady train this week. Like I said, they're one of my picks of the weeks. Mm. I think the offense is going to explode. Atlanta goes to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Seattle let me down last week, but I'm going to pick them again this week against Atlanta. Yeah, I'm going to take Mariota in this one. Oh, interesting. Uh, uh, I just can't trust the Seahawks after I picked them as my pick of the week last week. Um, 49ers head to Denver. Oh uh, yeah, 49ers are going to win this on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, man, let's ride. Go Niners. <laughs> and then Monday Night Football, the Cowgirls and the Giants. Chris, I'm sorry. I'm going with the Cowboys. Hey, keep hating. I got my G-Man. All right. All right. Respect to you. Oh, for, wow, Chris, we crossed the 40-minute mark. First time we've done that in a while. Yeah, you know, uh, we had a little uh, NBA news, so, you know, uh, that had to be talked about. Obviously. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, um, um, we got hockey coming up too, Maddie. Toronto. Uh, we got the, hockey coming up. The, yeah. the Maple Leafs and Rangers both start training camp today. Yep, the Leafs' official um, sponsor is a milk company. I think that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> I, I, I have no idea what the Rangers is yet. I might guess probably Chase Bank. Probably. Um, but that's going to be it for this week. Thank you guys so much all for listening. We'll be back next week with uh, with our week. What week are we up to now? Week Three reactions, Three, yeah. and uh, can't wait to see how horribly, horribly wrong we were again. <laughs> um, we'll see you guys next week.